Welcome everyone to Balance Your Life Podcast. My name is Megan Farrell and I'm the host of this podcast and the creator of Balance by Megan. On this podcast, we talk about all things yoga, wellness, health, and spirituality with guests from around the world. So grab your crystals, grab your essential oils, and let's dive into it. How gifted this life is, regardless of circumstance. And I get that that can be a touchy subject. I get that that could probably poke at some people and go like, you don't know how bad I've had it. It's like, ah, let's not make any assumptions. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to assume anything about you. Don't assume anything. But, but really, if you just take a step back perspective and go like, hey, one day you don't get to breathe here anymore. How does that make you feel? What do you really, what do you really want to do with your time? Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Balance Your Life. If you're new to the show, welcome. My name is Megan Farrell. I'm the host of this podcast, creator of Balance by Megan, an international yoga and meditation teacher, wellness and lifestyle coach, and self-love advocate. If you are a longtime listener, welcome back and thanks for joining us once again. Today, our guest of the show is Cassie Jeans. Cassie is an expert at creating balance and self-awareness. She recognizes that in order for a business to expand, the person in leadership must also expand. Cassie is gifted in many regards, especially when it comes to simplifying the process of expansion and asking questions that quickly guide her clients to a simple yet profound solution. She uses the title Spiritual Facilitator for High Vibe Entrepreneurs to bridge the gap between logic and spirit. On this episode, we discuss winter blues, signs to look out for if you or someone you know is suffering from postpartum, using herbs, supplements, and adaptogens to help get through fatigue, brain fog, and lethargy, and so much more. This is such a great episode. You guys are not going to want to miss one bit of this, so make sure you're paying close attention and take notes. Before we dive into today's episode, a quick few announcements. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Clear, Connected, and Confident CEO. My one-to-one 12-week coaching program inspiring you to launch a spiritual business. Did you know you can create a spiritual business that lights you up and makes you feel alive with a little confidence, a little guidance, and a little help? You're over the feeling of being unclear on your life purpose, being in a job you hate, and watching everyone else live their dream life. Right now, you feel excited to start something new, but feelings of terror, overwhelm, and fear of failing keep you stuck, frozen, and unable to take the next step. You have a story to share, but you're terrified to share it, thinking others will judge you. You feel unworthy of starting your business. You see other people doing it and wonder if there's room for you too. You feel very unclear of what you want to even offer. Your head is overflowing with ideas, but you have no idea where to start or if it will be a successful business. You feel like you can't justify investing in yourself and your business. You're barely covering your expenses, you never treat yourself, and going into debt terrifies you. You're scared of failing, being judged by others for starting a business, and what would they even say if it didn't work out, and you're afraid of putting yourself out there and not getting clients at all. I feel you, babe. So try imagining this instead. You know your self-worth, you're confident in what you have to offer, and know you have a unique offering that makes people attracted to you. You are crystal clear in your offerings and how to connect with your ideal client so they race to sign up for your services. 
You have a loving relationship with your money and know how to manifest more whenever you desire. You know the more you invest in yourself, the more it pays off, always, and the more people will invest in you. You're taking actions towards living your best life fearlessly and know this is your life. So why not make it the best effing life you could ever have? Stress the effing there, guys. This is your life. We have one shot at it. Make sure that you're living it to the fullest. Make sure that you're living your dream life. So if this sounds like your jam, make sure that you check the show notes for the link in my bio. You can also find it at balancedbymegan.com forward slash business coaching. You can take a look there, see if it resonates with you, and then we can hop on a call and make sure that this is the right program for you. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by my 30-day transformation series. This is a yoga series designed to inspire and empower you to make a positive change in your life, your body, and in your mind. This series will give you the tools to build strength, flexibility, and balance in your body. It will also give you the guidance in how to practice meditation and quiet the mind from the chaos of our day-to-day life. This course was created to get you started on your yoga journey. In this course, you will receive 30 days worth of yoga videos, meditation videos, recipes to keep you healthy on your transformation journey, a calendar to keep track of your progress, and so much more. This program is a low, low investment into your health, your well-being for literally less than a dollar a day, you guys. So I cannot stress this enough. Your health is your wealth. And this is how I got started on my yoga journey five years ago was with a 30-day transformation course. So this course is my baby. I can't wait for you to try it out. Everyone who has purchased the course says that they love it. It's super easy and super friendly for beginners. The link to get the course is in the show notes below, or you can head over to my website and it's linked on there as well. Now, without further ado, please welcome Cassie Jeans to the Balance Your Life podcast. Welcome to the show, Cassie. I'm so excited to have you on. Thanks so much, Megan, for having me here. I am very excited to be here with everybody. Yeah, no, it's so exciting. So can you let our listeners know we have a lot of international listeners where in the world you are joining us from and a little bit about you and what you do. Ah, that's so cool. I love it. So I'm from Ontario, Canada. So not too far actually from where Megan lives, which is pretty neat. And I am noticing that there is a really strong community of uh, women entrepreneurs um, really taking some roots um, in Canada in general and specifically in Ontario. So that's super cool. So a couple of things that I'm exploring, doing, creating right now is I'm working with high-powered women entrepreneurs, boss babes, biz babes, um, and really helping them find balance and self-awareness in their life so that they can continue to elevate and expand their business and their brand. Yeah, that's so amazing. I, I can't wait to dive more into that with you. And I want to just give a little context. You and I had actually met, I think, through Instagram, just through yeah. like the mutual community, yeah. mutual friends. and. Um, I think specifically, it was funny because I was scrolling through to remember um, how we got to talking. We were talking about Ed Milet. Do you remember that (laughs) conversation? Yes. Yes. You had posted in your stories and you were like, this is such an awesome podcast. And I was like, I how like, and it's so, I'm always amazed. And this goes to everybody listening right now. 
like don't underestimate the value of like non-awareness because I had no idea who Ed was and yeah. I'm in the entrepreneurial space and it's just so funny because he's like a powerhouse of a human being and I listened to the podcast and I was like thank you so much for sharing it I think that's what it was I was like thank you so much like I just loved it. Like it was exactly what I needed to hear that day. And uh, it was, it was just really neat. And then all of a sudden I think we just started a conversation and, and it just kind of slowed up from there. Yeah, no, it's one of my favorite things about social media. I'm one of those people that I can be a little shy in person unless the door's kind of been open for yeah. me, but on social media, like I do not hold back. I reach out to people all the time. I'm like, Hey, I saw that you did this or you're into this. Like, I'd love to chat a little bit more. And yeah, yeah I think you and I just hit it off right away, which was so much fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love <laughs> that you do that. It's such a great way to connect and I think when social media is used that way, it just, I don't know, it just brings a lot more joy into your life. Then you get to just hang out and experience different things with different people that you, like, it's true. Like in person, sometimes it's true. Like if you meet somebody that you follow online, sometimes in person, you're kind of like, oh, cause they also have their own characteristics and their own like insecurities. But then also, you know, like there's like that connection of like, you're building a relationship, you're building like this, like trust and and it, it can take some time to do that. So yeah, I totally hear you. Yeah. Amazing. So let's jump a little bit more into your background and what it is that you do. How did you even get started on this entrepreneurial journey? And what led you to working with, you know, boss babes, business babes, all that fun stuff? Absolutely. So are a lot of your listeners right now, are, are they women who are entrepreneurs or are they focused? Like, cause I know you do a lot of yoga and a lot of expression. So I'm just curious to know, who your audience is and then I can help um, like navigate that. Yeah. It's kind of a mix. So it's, it's women entrepreneurs who are into spirituality. They're into wellness and yoga and some are just wanting to get more into it. So they want to know why they should get started as well on this path. Okay. Awesome. The best path has been a journey. It's been such a long journey. If I really go back to like my roots as an entrepreneur, it would be back when I was in high school and I started making purses and I would make purses out of like fabric, old fabric that my mom had around the house. I take them to school. Other um, girls really like them. I would like charge them 10 bucks and make them a purse and that kind of stuff. Right. So I've always been attuned and aware that you can make something and then like offer it and people will buy it. And it's, you know, and it doesn't have to have a big attachment. It doesn't have to have like a big calling or a big purpose. It can be something that, you know, you really enjoy doing. So I would say that that is probably where the root got started for me when I was kind of like, oh, like this happens, like people do this. This is so cool. And I always remember my dad always being like, oh yeah, you know, like you, you got the entrepreneurial gene and I didn't understand what he meant. And he'd always say things like, you're such a leader, Cassie. And I was like, I don't really get what you mean, but like, you know, cause you're, when you're in um, that stage of your life, you're just so focused on so many other things and, and that's okay. Um, as I got older, I had a really hard time understanding who, who I was. I had a lot of influences that came into my life that were good and also had a lot of shadow that they brought and created almost like an overcast over my spirit. I'm a very, I am, I'm a spiritual person. I'm the person in the room who will absolutely like dive into whatever it is that you want to dive into, because I'm so curious to know, you know, why you feel a certain way. I pick up on people's energy, like, oh my goodness, which I'm sure that you do as well, Megan, but very empathic, like very able to tune in. So I had all of these curiosities, inquiries, 
and had a, a predominantly religious upbringing for most of my maturing years. And as grateful as I am for the opportunity to recognize how important spirit is in one's life, there were so many things that created such restriction and contraction that I couldn't really feel myself in. Everything was taught to me. Everything was expected of me. And I, I being a very wild spirit, started to break under those types of conditions. So for, I would say 10 to 15 years, I shut down, I shut off. And it was really difficult because I stopped dreaming. I stopped believing in possibility. And, and I, I really disconnected from my divine nature, from the things that bring me, me life. Fast forward throughout those years, you know, got married, had two beautiful children and the birth of my daughter started a revolution in my life that I had no idea was going to show up. Um, and I'm so grateful that it did because as I experienced postpartum depression, and it was pretty severe when I really look back now, almost chilling because I remember the thoughts that I would have and some of the things that I felt like doing. And it, it, looking back now, knowing what I know now, absolutely alarming, but I didn't know that I that I had an outlet. I didn't know how to um, ask for help or to, to look for support. I just kept on saying to myself, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. And um, through the beauty of a network marketing company, I obtained some supplementation products that balanced all the chemical imbalances out of my system, which was really, really nice. And I was able to finally breathe again and to finally feel energy again. And that actually spurred a whole entrepreneurial movement in my life that to now to this day, um, after so many hurdles, so many obstacles, so many things, I'm at a place where this year moving forward, the focus on biz babes um, is totally aligned with the way in which that I'm able to hold space for women who are often able to give a lot to the point of burnout. And they have created incredible businesses. They have incredible empires. Their vision is so strong. They're so um, convicted in what it is that they know is possible for humanity, um, whether it be a close network or a large, expansive international network. They just know it's possible. But what they do have a hard time doing is, is, is softening into that divine feminine nurtured place. And sometimes I feel like I'm a great mother. Like I just like, and I don't mean like great mother, I mean like great, like a great, the great mother. And I don't want to give myself that term either because I feel like that's, you know, something that, you know, it would be an offering that someone could, could do. But I, I'm such a good holder of space that when somebody comes into that energy, I'm just able to hold them through a lot of the, the things that we don't see behind the scenes of these high powered women, women in leadership. We don't, we don't see it. Right. Cause they're not going to show that. And they are not required to, that's the thing. They're not required to until they have gotten to that place where they understand why they feel that way until those piece, pieces have been healed until the layers have been peeled back. And then, you know, once they feel that unity and connection, then absolutely. Yeah, that's so good. There's so many different ways I want to take that. First, I want to say thank you for being so honest about your journey and I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to. I have a lot of listeners who are brand new moms to the show too. And postpartum has come up a lot on this okay. podcast. So I think that's something that we can dive a little bit more into. 
I'm curious, what were the supplements that you started to implement into your life that got you off the, maybe the chemical medication or the chemical supplements? Yeah. So, um, I, I never went on medication for, for anything. I just know that the body can get chemically imbalanced, right? Okay, this fair. is a, an imbalance that can happen. So I don't want to prescribe any sort of like thing like of to, to take off any medication if anyone's on anything right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it was, it was herbs, minerals, um, and, and adaptogens, and literal, just like super dense nutrition. And the, I, do you want me to, the actual title of the- Yeah, that the, would be yeah. great. So it was Isogenics, which is a network marketing company, but the product that they produce is fantastic. Uh, it's wonderful. And for me and for other women that I did end up sharing it with, it just lit us back up again. And all, a lot of the women I shared it with were moms who had had babies who were experiencing fatigue who were experiencing like, like this just mind sort of like numbing, like just sort of this like foggy feeling and really did feel out of, out of sorts, like out of like themselves. So, um, so it was, that's what it was. And it did. And I still actually use it today, even though I don't sell like the product, I'm not in the business. I love the product. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's so, so good. I love hearing about all of that. Yeah. So for postpartum, I think it's really, it sounds like you knew not that you were going through postpartum, but that there was something very off. And I think right now, at least in my experience, I have a lot of friends who are new moms. I'm getting into that time frame where, you know, I've been married for a little while. People are like, when are the kids coming? And sometimes I'm overwhelmed by hearing people's stories of postpartum. Yeah. And it's hard because I can see some of my friends who are a hundred percent going through it and they don't necessarily know that they are going through. They just don't feel good at all. You know, they're miserable. They're scared. They have anxiety. Like I have one friend who will hop out of her seat, like every five minutes to make sure that the baby is still breathing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I, I worked in daycare and not that it's the same thing at all. So, but I, I can kind of understand, you know, when you are, are in charge of little people. And at the time I was in charge of like 22, I was the ECE in the room. Yeah. But I think it's, it's a hundred percent different when it's your own child. So do you have any maybe tips or tricks for someone to maybe identify that maybe they are going through postpartum and it's just, they just don't realize it? Absolutely. That thing of thinking that there's something wrong with you is a common uh, phrase, a common feeling, a common experience. The feeling of wanting to run away, knowing that you love your children, but that you don't want them is also a clear sign that there is something happening where either you're, you are just massively overwhelmed And you really do need to talk to somebody about the overwhelm. And if you're reaching out to people, because I do recall reaching out to people and sharing with them, like being like, I'm just so exhausted and not really getting back like a support. It was almost kind of like, well, yeah, you had a baby. Of course you're tired. It's like, oh, okay. So I'm supposed to feel this way. Not necessarily. (laughs) Not so start to give yourself permission to really tune in and go, are the thoughts I'm thinking right now 
am I creating a safe space for myself? And am I a safe space for my children? And that's something that I was not aware that I was not a safe space. And this is super vulnerable to share. My kids were never in danger. So I want to be really clear about that. But if I look back to the mental state that I was in, I was so depleted. I was so overwhelmed by the responsibility of caring for the life. And I was so in love with them, so in love with them that there was times when irrationally I was like, it's probably better if I'm not here. It's probably better if I'm not here. I think they'll do better without me because I'm, I'm not as good person. Mm-hmm. And so really checking in with your self-worth, really checking in with what your belief systems are about who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, 25, I was 25 having children after recognizing that I had zero idea who I was. It's a, it can be a, a dangerous place to start to bring, you know, life into the world. But, but at the time, there is no way to know until it starts to unravel. So really start to do a check-in. One of the things that I would actually recommend to do and any moms to be, or any moms who are like in, in utero, like any, anything before that baby comes, you might want to write this down is I would encourage every single woman right now to write down, who am I? What do I love about myself? Answer those two questions and then write, who was I before I had my child? What did I believe before I had my child? Write yourself a love letter to yourself before that child comes into the world. Write yourself 10, write yourself 100 so that those moments, because I can almost guarantee that most of us do experience something. And, And sometimes what someone else says doesn't reach us because we have to remember who we were before or we have to remember what we loved or we have to remember like, Like, just so you know, like, if you don't feel good, maybe you should reach out for help from a professional. Mm -hmm. Not like, remember, this is your tribe. These are the people that really care about you. Write their names down. Like, if you're noticing that you're drawing back and going into isolation, like, this is the number that you call. Like, this this is the note that you leave for your partner so that he or she can recognize, like, I'm suffering this doesn't feel good. And like just giving yourself some tools that you can fall back on when you do find yourself in a really, really dark place. Yeah, no, that's so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really hope that resonates with new mamas or anyone who's thinking of having children in the future uh, to write that down, to get in the headspace of, I, and I, of knowing who you are, knowing that it's okay to go through all of this. Yeah. And I think that's really important to know too, is that sometimes it's hard for me to talk to my friends who have had kids because I can say these things. Like I work in prenatal, I I teach prenatal yoga, but it's like, I don't have a kid. So sometimes they don't always listen to me, but I think it's really, really important for people to know that it's, it's normal. It's normal to be going through this, but you should also be reaching out for help if you're feeling very overwhelmed if you're feeling you know any sort of overwhelming depression you know suicide thoughts like I've had come to me and say like I almost don't even want to be here anymore I made a mistake 
That's exactly how I felt. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, you know, I, it's so great that we're talking about this more now. And I, I do understand how, when, if you haven't had children, how you could kind of be like, am I going to like lose my mind? Like, what's gonna happen? Like, and I can stuff. And, and you know what? I've talked to so many, so many moms as well who are like, yeah, I mean, I, I love this. And I'm like, I didn't. And they're like, how could you not love this? Like, this is, this is so great. And I'm like, I don't know. It just took a lot out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, it's, it's checking in with who, who you are as a person, you know, like a highly empathic, if you're highly empathic. You are going to absorb every single teeny tiny bit of energy from your kids. You're just going to do it. Mm-hmm. So just creating like boundaries again, like if the, the things that we have access to now about information, bring them into your family dynamic too. Yeah. That's so good. So I'm curious too, besides the supplements, what other practices, routines, you know, wellness tips? Awesome. Yeah. Did you start incorporating into your life to kind of help get you back on track? Totally. Such a good question. Right. Yeah. Um, so because I ended up using a product that was attached to a business, Mm -hmm. I started going to events and listening to speakers and I was like, Oh my goodness, like this is amazing. And it totally brought back my entrepreneurial spirit. So I had something to focus on that was more than, that was more than my kids. That was more than me. That was just like, Oh my goodness. Like, you know, and I absolutely loved the culture and the drive and the vision, um, that so many of the people were sharing. And I ended up reading so many personal development books. Brene Brown revolutionized my life. I'm so grateful for her. And I'm sure so many of your listeners are are like, Brene is the bomb. (laughs) Cause she is, she's amazing. And uh, all of her books, all of her books moved me and changed me. I read all of them. Um, so I absorbed that Rebecca Campbell. I mean, she was just absolutely incredible and is absolutely incredible. I just loved, um, was fascinated by her work and Wayne Dyer. Oh my goodness. Um, Eckhart Tolle, like all of a sudden I welcomed all of these beautiful people into my life and, and I befriended them. They're my friends, um, whether they realize it or not. And I soaked in their words and then the podcasts and, and then the events. And then I hired a coach and then I had another coach and, and just continued to dive fervently into who I was, who I was and the woman I dreamed of being, I started to believe in myself and I started to develop my gifts. I had them, but I wasn't practicing them. So I started to pay attention to the things that I was good at, to the things that people would say to me when I started just to channel um, in something for them. And over years, years of development, you know, just continued to month by month, gain more courage more awareness, more ability, more skill to be able to hold space at a, at a high, higher level. Yeah, no, it's so good. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that you befriended these people. I say that all the time too. People will actually like, I talk about, you know, yoga with Adrian, Adrian Mishler, Gabby Bernstein, Lauren yeah. Everett's Bostick. And people are like, are they actually your friends? I'm like, well, no, but kind of. <laughs> they are yeah, they don't know exactly. <laughs> they don't know we're best friends they don't know that they, they don't, don't know, know that. who I am but it's, it's fine okay, okay. <laughs> I, and I love I love all of those people that you were just mentioning um Eckhart Tolle little bit of a stranger dude to get on board with but once totally. you do <laughs> you're like wow like he's he's full of wisdom and yeah he has such an energy about him where you're like you instantly feel calm around him totally love him I actually just listened to a podcast too with Gabby Bernstein I don't know if you know who she is she's I do yeah which podcast was it 
she's done it with her new book that just came out. She's oh, okay. been on a few of them, but it was the same podcast I sent you about Ed Milet. Um, it's okay. the Skinny Confidential one. I'll oh, send okay. it to you. Thank you. Thank um, you. And she was talking about postpartum and how ex- everything that you were just saying, how like, first of all, children can, do not stop you from living your dream. They should encourage you. They should be your inspiration. Like, don't worry when you have these days. Kids or not, you're going to have these days where you feel depleted, you're low yeah. energy. And it's important just to surround yourself with high vibe people who are people who are motivating you and to reach out for help. And Absolutely. I think that's something we, and in every case of our life, we don't do it in business. We don't do it in life. We don't do it as a parent. And yeah, I think it's so important that we're constantly reaching out for help. And I was reading once in a book and it really stuck in my head that the, the best athletes in the entire world have a whole team of people who support totally. them. It's very true. Right. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. They have nutritionalists, they have performance coaches, they have people who are handling their financing, coaching them through that. And that really stuck with me because you're like, well, they're supposed to be the best. And even they are constantly improving themselves and learning. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's cool. They're the best because they have a team Mm -hmm. because they ask for help because they uh, trust others and, and rely on others the end of the day, it's our responsibility to make sure things are in check. Totally agree with that. But it is not an island that we're trying mm-hmm. to build here. We are not alone in this. And in and, and, and every area of our life, whether it's after having a baby, whether it's choosing not to have a baby, whether it's being married, whether it's starting a business, whether it's building an empire, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you do not have that support system, that network, if you're not and not positioning yourself to be able to have a team, then, I mean, there is that question of like, how seriously are you taking it? How invested are you in this really? Is your vision as big as your actions? Yeah. Um, so that's super cool. I love it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm so, I'm so on board with it too. And it's funny because like I've hired a coach, multiple coaches, totally. and I'm very open about talking about it. But it's funny when people, I feel like, are contemplating hiring a coach or they haven't, but they're like, maybe I should, they don't like to talk about it because it, to them, they feel weak. Like they have to ask for mm-hmm. help. And I'm mm-hmm. like, throughout our entire life, we have always had somebody to coach us, whether totally. it was like good coaching or bad coaching. We've had parents or caregivers yeah. or teachers yeah. or I'm like, no, this just helps you kind of stay accountable and it helps you see something that maybe you were so tunneled vision in that you could not see other, you know, other possibilities for yourself or a different way of looking at things. And then a coach literally points it out to you and you're like, Oh my God, like I never thought of that, but yeah, that makes total sense. You're just, yeah, that's so cool. That's such a great perspective to like shift it into as well. It's like, Hey, just so you know, just cause you're like 25 doesn't mean that you have to know everything. Like yeah. that's amazing. I love it. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Do you have any other practices, whether it's meditation or some sort of fitness regime, something that keeps you kind of high vibe, kind of keeps you in this positive state of mind? Absolutely. So there's been a variety of things 
over the years that I've done. Um, one of the things that's always stuck is, is journaling, uh, writing things down. Um, sometimes I journal in my journal. Sometimes I journal on Instagram, literally, because it just like, I love that energy connection. So absolutely movement is so important to me. So I'll go through periods where it's like a lot of yoga, just like self yoga, like yeah. totally interpretive. <laughs> and, and I love it, you know, stretching, everything like that. I started doing CrossFit a few, like well, maybe almost a year ago now and um, wanted to build some strength and, and the community there was awesome. So, so those are things that I do movement, connecting to the body, going for walks, nature, mm-hmm. the summer, spring, autumn is so great because I can get close to water and, and that's always wonderful. Winter is, it's totally more of a challenge mentally, totally. And I acknowledge that and I make peace with it and I don't, I don't force myself to be anything else. But I do pay attention to when I start to feel exhaustion. Um, vitamin B3, shocking, helps. Literally it does. So, so I, I do that. I'm really intentional about paying attention, like really paying attention to, to how I'm feeling. And then uh, another thing that I do is, is light language. So it is an ability to speak in a channeled language that brings me so much peace and joy and gratitude and elation. And then when I do happen to share it with others, there is this like transfer of comfort and nurture and care that is experienced. So, so there's, there's that spiritual side, that practical side, the nutritional side, mental. I have a coach as well that I work with Sarah Swain and she is fantastic and helps me navigate the strategy because my my being loves to flow in the energy and i i do forget to be pragmatic and logical absolutely so so having that balance there is wonderful so i think there's lots of things yeah i wish i could have been like this is it this is awesome but that's an accumulation of things over time that i've learned work well for me and I do mantras I love affirmations and and saying those things I think for me words I'm so connected to words so I think that's probably why yeah no that's so good I do all of that too yeah, and I just awesome. it's so good um everything you're saying I'm like yes 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 and it took a very long not long time it took me a little while to see that these were all interconnected the mind the body the spirit Cause I was always seeing them kind of as like boxed off. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started like really taking my yoga seriously and doing like a yoga teacher training that I was like, Oh no, like it all to feel your best. You have to feed your body nutrition and yeah. food. You have to move it every single day. I tell people all the time, they're like, well, you know, I try to hike once a week. I'm like every day. Five minutes. It doesn't have to be this hour long workout where you're lifting weights all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Find five minutes and whatever. (laughs) Most days is yoga for me just because I'm like, I love my yoga. So beautiful. It really is. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Sometimes it's like, sometimes it is just walking around the block. And I also try to do things that movement wise that I don't love because. Good. I think it's important to like challenge yourself. So sometimes I am doing like resistant bands and weight training. Yeah. That's why I did CrossFit. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I kind of hate this, but yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, whoa, like that was like really heavy and I lifted it. And you're like, I would have never done that without this. (laughs) It's so good. Right. It's like, it's like this. Well, it is a coach that just forces you to do things that otherwise you're like, "Mm mm-mm. 
nope, don't love the idea of that. And they're like, just do it because A, it's not impossible or we wouldn't be asking you to do it. And you might be surprised at yourself. Yeah. Right? It's so, so good. Just a little, I want to dive a little bit into winter blues, seasonal affective disorder. We're totally there. Exactly. And it was amazing. The last few days, so many people have been coming to me to say, you know, I suffer from this. Do you have any suggestion or remedies? I'm very vocal about suffering from it. I've okay. always struggled with depression and anxiety. It's kind of switched now where it's more in the winter. I don't struggle so much in the summertime, spring or yeah. fall. Yeah. But man, the winter. Ugh. Yeah. Do you have any suggestions for somebody who maybe doesn't know that they have it and like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I definitely go through that or any sort of remedies that have really helped you out? That's a great question. So there's a couple things that come to mind. Um, and I absolutely feel different in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just intuitive. So it's like tapping into like what, what is saying and for some reason this year, I've never taken vitamin B3 before, but this year I was like, Cass, like, go get some vitamin B3. And I was like, all right. So I went to the health shop and got the dropper and started taking it and genuinely did notice like, mm-hmm. like a real, like, I feel like better. Like, like right now if we were having a conversation. Normally I would be like this time, like white, like just exhausted. And I, so I do notice that that has helped. So practically that helped spiritually, I would say sleep more, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I guess is also practical, but we don't tend to associate sleep with a spiritual practice. And it truly, truly is. So give yourself permission. Like a lot of people work nine to five and they're like, I can't take a nap during the day. I'm like, I hear you, but maybe you could take like a 10 minute snooze in your car. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. how good would it feel to just like find a like quiet spot and just like rest your head for 10 minutes. Like, please don't care what other people think. You got to do what takes care of you. Um, I know that some people do the light therapy where they get the light and they just sit in front of that. Um, I've never experienced it. I have no idea, but try. And that's, yeah. I think, you know, like when you really like, try, try something, if something leans like it might be a good idea, don't sit in the misery, which yes. is something that we can become habitual at doing. Don't sit in the misery do something about it. Try something. If it doesn't work, do not give up. If that is a way that we operate in our life, then we would have none of the things we have at our fingertips right now. So really just perspective shift, let it shift and go, okay, so I don't feel good right now. Acknowledge. I acknowledge it. I hear it. I'm so empathic towards it. Like hundred percent, like, you know, hold yourself, like let, you know, that absolutely, it doesn't feel good. Okay. How do you want to feel? Well, I want to feel more energy. Okay. What are some resources you can tap into? Well, I, I don't know of any, but you could, I mean, people are like, don't do Google. I'm like, well, I mean, vitamin C, B3, like it's kind of, it's out there. Give it a go. A homeopath, a naturopath, a holistic practitioner, someone who maybe thinks outside of the box and goes, oh, like, you know, like this could be a supplementation that could be really beneficial for you right now. Like, why don't we take a look? So be proactive be proactive, um, and, uh, do, and take the steps that are necessary, try and, and that, but just like, you know, if you're just wanted something now, try some vitamin B3. If you can book yourself a vacation, take some time off, go to bed a little bit earlier. Don't beat yourself up ever. Don't ever, ever beat yourself up for not thinking that you're performing at the level you're supposed to be performing at, especially if you know that this time of year is harder for you 
okay, then be more nurturing towards yourself. Yeah, no, that's so good. I'm so happy you brought all of that up. It's something that I have recently begun begun to understand more about myself is like awesome. winter is not my jam. And so how can I be kinder to myself in yes. the winter time? And it, it took me a little while because especially I find if you're an entrepreneur and to me, an entrepreneur can be anything from you own your own business to have a side hustle to absolutely you're exploring different options within even your a company you work for. Maybe you've taken on a few more job descriptions than you did when you first started there. And I was always like, no, I have to be up at seven o'clock. I have to work my butt off until five o'clock because that's what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started like actually listening to people and hearing them say like there are seasons and we experience seasons in our lives and yes. the winter time is like like there's a reason why animals hibernate in the winter time yeah and I I think it's important to what you said like just try a few different things yeah I and stick with it for a bit don't try it once and go eh. like That's if you, it hard. yeah, yeah. Uh, if you absolutely hated it maybe try it in a different way but give something some time to stick to yeah and if you see somebody let's say you have a friend or a neighborhood and you're like wow like I really love how positive they are they always seem to be in a good mood ask them what they do like I have been surprised at what I've learned from people who you know essential oils for example totally yeah not really something I know a ton about I now love them but I would see people and be like, wow, like you, you seem really like happy. You seem like you're in a good spot today. Like, what did you do? And be like, oh, I diffused this or I used yeah. it. And I started. Smell is very powerful actually in recognition and uh, recall. It's really neat. And it's so funny. I actually also did buy an essential oil that was called, it's over there. What is, what did they call it? Like something like, like, sun, like sunshine, it's like sunshine or something like that. Is it so from sage? No, it's from okay. it's from the health shop. Okay. Uh, and anyway, I just like, I smelled it and I was like, this makes me feel happy. Like legit. So I was like, yeah. all right, I'll take you home. Yeah. Um, and have been putting that in the air. Well, it's uplifting. Like, yeah. you know, so I don't know much about essential oils either. All I know is that I, I made me happy. Like I liked yeah. it. So. <laughs> yeah. And ask somebody, if you know someone who is a quote unquote, an expert, totally. ask them, what do you recommend? Yeah. I like, and I like, I always hold crystals to, yeah. to which yeah. I'm like, just like, you know, like to me, they work whether they yeah. do or they don't try different things. I don't do a lot of light therapy, but if it's a nice day out and I can kind of shield myself away from the wind, I'll go outside. I expose yeah. my face, my hands, and just try yeah. to get natural sunlight. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. My goal is to be away all the winter time and be awesome. So It'll happen. Flat out. Absolutely. Claim it. It'll totally happen. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. cause I love being in the sun and I think it's to me that like just brings back so much energy, but as I'm here right now, I just learned to accept that. Yeah, I am getting a little bit more sleep. I take my sleep routine very seriously. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm like batshit crazy about that. I just did a podcast on it because I was like, it, mind blows me that people are like oh no I can sleep on like four hours I'm like, mm, like they can't no. <laughs> you trained yourself to do that no it's yeah. not good for you so yeah, yeah absolutely 
<laughs> yeah. So, and I, I want to talk a little bit too about, you had mentioned that you now help female boss babes, entrepreneurs, and you yourself are doing this. You find balance between work and maybe play or work and relaxation. What do you do to find balance in your life? In my life right now? Yeah. Um, so tuning in to how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. and I know I've repeated that a few times, but it's one of, so emotions are a great tool. Emotions, um, can absolutely be a superpower. So, so it's really just like feeling and it's like, how do I feel today? And learning how to bring things into my life that if I, if I do require to raise um, my vibe or to raise my energy, knowing what those things are simple as putting on like a really good song and like dancing out to it for a little bit. And then like sitting down to work or recognizing like, Hmm, like, so two hours have gone by and you haven't like left the computer. Like, is this really, you know, how you envision spending your time as an entrepreneur? Or did you also envision walks, taking your dog out, things, things like that, right? And going like, maybe that could help to break up the energy that's happening right here. Energy can get stagnant. Electronics can suck us in and really, really offer not much back sometimes if, if we're not really uh, attentive to the strategy and the reason why we're doing them, the intention. So balance has come in all those different ways that I also said before of like all the different things that I do like daily. And then taking weekends off, like, I don't know, like, you know, like, and I don't do a nine to five, but like literally like taking weekends off, like, Mm -hmm. like people message, I don't respond. I don't feel the need to, you know, I grew up where we had like, a home phone and if someone wanted to get a hold of you they called you mm-hmm. so if something's like super urgent I would imagine the people who have my phone number or who have me you know messenger would call me yeah. you know so so it's just that it's it's recognizing that and this is where this is where a lot of my peace comes from is I'm so aware of the passing of time and the fact that one day I'm not going to be physically breathing and because I'm so aware of that, because that is a thought that actually provides more comfort and peace than it does fear or um, anxiety, that, that every time I think about that, everything around me isn't a big deal. That everything, like literally business is sucking, well, not really a big deal. Having a really hard day. Well, one day, you know, I'm not really going to be experiencing that. So maybe it could, maybe I could shift that like right now and just kind of be like, oh, like, this is, this is temperate. Like I'm not going to really, I'm not going to be experiencing this all the time. Having a super joyful day. Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful. This is awesome. Like, this is how I want to live my life, like from this place and and that kind of stuff. So this idea of always being able to come back to the temperance of life, Mm -hmm. to how fleeting it is, to how amazing it is to wake up today. Today was awesome. Today is awesome. And so much of my balance comes from that. You probably hear my tone of voice when I start talking about it, all of a sudden a peace starts entering the room and all of a sudden we're like wow like yeah like we're alive like there's something to celebrate within that and and if i this is the thing that we dwell so long in the past like we literally repeat it over and over and over again and we let heartache last much longer than is required for us to be able to heal and the moment what we can start to make these shifts and start to recognize how gifted 
this life is, regardless of circumstance. And I get that that can be a touchy subject. I get that that could probably poke at some people and go like, you don't know how bad I've had it. It's like, ah, let's not make any assumptions. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to assume anything about you. Don't assume anything. But, but really, if you just take a step back perspective and go like, hey, one day you don't get to breathe here anymore. How does that make you feel? What do you really, what do you really want to do with your time? And, and start to then line yourself up in a, in a place in your life where you can start to go, yeah, like I, I'm not going to regret spending more time doing this that I know for sure. So why don't I give more energy to that? I probably would regret giving so much energy to whoever just like cut me off on the highway. So maybe I'll just let go of that. And, and just really bringing that, that is balance. That is going like, I am flowing with the way that life is changing. And instead of resisting it, I'm going to flow with it. Yeah, so good. I think that's going to be the opening of the podcast because I loved all of that. And it's true. I know, again, I'm very open with my story. So I I talk a lot about my past and not in a way to like, look how much my, the past life sucked for me. It's like, look how much I went through and changed. That's right. I know somebody who is going to have experienced way worse than me, but maybe this inspires them to know that they can make a change. Absolutely. Somebody looks and goes, wow, you know, like my life hasn't been that crazy. And even so I can still make that positive change because I agree. I think we can get are too caught up into victim mode and into, you know, you have no idea what I'm going through. This happened to me. I'll never have what you have. And it's like, well, you've just declared that. So no, exactly. you probably won't. Yeah. Yeah. But people change their lives all of the time and people go through ebbs and flows and crappy times and great times. And you just, you decide that your life is worth living. Yeah. And that was a very profound moment for me when I was about 1920. It was like, I don't want this to be the next 70 years of my life. This is going to suck. And I was given a chance to have a great life and to see what other people are experiencing and maybe experience that myself. So yeah, F it. I'm, I'm worth changing my life. I'm worth trying. And just, you know, I, I did, I changed my life and it was, people often look at me and go like, I cannot believe you're the same girl that I knew when you were growing up. And it was, it's as simple as just deciding what, like you're worth it. I'm going to change my life and then taking the action to do so. Fantastic. That's incredible. Well done. It takes courage to do it. Absolutely. You're super brave. Oh, thank you very much. But yeah, no, I just, I hope that it inspires someone to go like, no matter where you are in your life, just, decide today's the day that I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to change something and reach out to people, ask them for, ask them for help, ask them to hold you accountable. Just say, Hey, I really like what you've done with your life. I just want to be a part of it somehow, whether it's even Instagram friends or in real life friends, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's incredible. Love it. Perfect. So I want to talk a little bit about your book we discussed it before we hopped on our call and um i know you're transitioning into writing into this is being your sole purpose now do you want to talk a little bit about that absolutely so thank you so much it's uh it's a compilation of poems that i've written over the years and it's there's a lot of poetry i've written it's 
and it's so funny because we go through seasons and when I was going through a season like about a year ago and things were kind of falling apart in like my business and that kind of stuff and my relationship, like it just like things were kind of icky. I found a lot of solace and comfort in writing. So I found that I was just creating these like really incredible downloads of words and, and then I would just write them out. A lot of time I'd write them out on Instagram. I wouldn't put them in a wrestling. I would upload them and just save them on there. And then it's like, oh my goodness, when I started putting my books together, I was like, these are only here. Like if something ever happened to this account, I would lose all of these. So I've screenshotted all of them, all of the stuff. And then and now transition it into like a Google file so that I don't like, like all of a sudden wake up one day and be like, your cat is gone. Like, oh my word. So, <laughs> so grateful that that happened. And, and what's so cool is as I'm compiling and bringing this book together, I'm reading some of the stuff and I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's really beautiful. Like I'm, I'm, I moved here. And, and that's not to say like, check this out. I'm such a good writer. It's literally like, wow. Like to be comforted by the words I understand, I understand like that is, that is such a, such a gift to be able to be comforted in that way. Um, so, so it's a, it's a book of poetry. I can't quite give the title out yet because it's not, it's not been finalized and all those, and all those sorts of wonderful things, but I would love it to be, um, like a guide. I would love it to awaken just the things that end up getting dormant inside of our, our soul, inside of our heart. I would love it to ignite the spirit and, and all of those beautiful extras about being alive. So I'm so excited for it to come out. Um, and my very good friend, Sabrina Greer is publishing it and, uh, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's where it's at. Yeah. That's so exciting. Do you have like an idea? Will it be out next year? 2021? 2020. 2020 it'll be out. Um, and I think we're looking at April. Wow. Which feels really close now, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I know yeah. it's, it's like, fun- it's almost there. It's just, yeah. Yep. It's yeah. It's it. I was, I just had a chapter in a book published and it was, it took a long time and you're like, wow, like this isn't going to go out for like a year and a half. Yeah. And then there's busy periods and then you're like twiddling your thumbs and then it's like, oh my God, it goes out in like yeah. four months or six months. It, it comes so quickly. So you it must does. be so excited. Very excited. Yeah, absolutely. And just, yeah, can't kind of, I'm kind of curious to see how it feels, like how yeah. it feels for people just cause yeah, it's, I'm just curious. Yeah. What an accomplishment <laughs> too, to be like, I have a book out there. That's so exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's an, it's an art, like it's a creation. So it's yeah. kind of neat. Yeah. So we'll see. Thanks. Dude. Yeah. So good for anyone who's listening and wants to know when the book is released, you'll have to follow Cassie after and just stay tuned for all that. And then another thing, I was snooping on your website, and I know that you're doing a speaking event next year in Alberta. Yes, the Great Canadian Women Summit. Thanks so much for snooping. <laughs> um, it so the coach that I work with, my mentor Sarah Swain, she spearheads this event. It's the third year of her doing a summit. It's the second year for the Great Canadian Women Summit. This one is lining up to be probably one of the most powerful life-changing experiences that. 
a Canadian woman entrepreneur could possibly attend in 2020. So I would 100% pay very close attention to getting your butt in the seats because uh, location is divine. It's beautiful, but the lineup and the collaborations, the network that you're going to be able to tap into from this event is going to empower you to do all sorts of things in your business for 2021 that may not be on your radar right now. You may not realize what you're fully capable of until you really start to listen and tune into what we're going to be um, bringing to the table. So yeah, I'm so excited. You can tell I'm, I'm jazzed. I'm really, really excited and honored to be a speaker again at this event because it's just, it's incredible. And everyone really should have Sarah like on their speed dial because she can, she's really elevating women in business, especially in Canada. So good. So yeah. good. Isn't it so exciting too when there's like Canadian summits and you're like, yeah, yeah, Canada. yeah totally. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it was funny too. Cause when I was looking to see like you, you speaking there, it's in a very small town in Alberta, which I only know about it because my co retreat partner is from there. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. Yeah. Canmore, Alberta, which is, I mean, so my girlfriend when she's in Canada, so in the summertime, she lives in Canmore. In the wintertime, she lives wherever it's hot and sunny. I'm very jealous. It um, will be you. <laughs> I Thank you. I'm, I'm putting it out there. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I should really go check that out. A, because I've never been to her hometown. B, it looks beautiful. Yeah. And C, this event sounds so cool. It's yeah. three days? Three days, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll have to link that in the show notes. So if anybody's interested, I think the oh, tickets Megan, are Megan, if you can go, up. that'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Let me know. I, if you use my, I have a coupon code. It's either Cassie Summit or Summit Cassie. And you can get like 10% off or 20% off, something like that. So please, okay. yeah, if you need that link. I only have 10. So it's only, only 10 active. So if you want one, let me know. And absolutely, totally. It'd be super cool to see you there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it yeah. sounds really cool. I definitely want to check it out. This has been so much fun. Um, before we end our podcast, a couple of different things. Is there anything you wanted to leave our audience with before um, we head into the speed round? Oh, I just thank you so much for having me here. Anytime you're able to share your story, like it's a moment of deep gratitude and just an acknowledgement. So I, I appreciate people listening this far in, uh, if you're still listening. And Megan, I just appreciate you for opening up the space. Absolutely. Oh, well, thank you for saying yes. Because yeah, I you're kind of came out like a bat out of hell and was like, I really want you to be on my podcast. <laughs> <gasps> I love it. And that's how I connect with people. And I'm like, down with that. <laughs> you have to ask girl's, for what you want. <laughs> yeah. This girl's a little crazy, but I'm into it. So let's totally let's give her a it. shot. <laughs> give me all the wild. I'll take it. <laughs> so I have something that's called a speed round. So it's not necessarily how fast you can answer but one word or one sentence and then mm. a little disclaimer I'll probably take you off on a tangent afterwards but the idea cool. is to speak. okay okay cool so what is a podcast book or resource you would recommend to our audience uh the great Canadian women podcast absolutely it's there's like 10 minute bite-sized bits on there that you're gonna love awesome okay there's so many more, but that's like, like ah, okay. <laughs> perfect. Who is your favorite influencer or person to look up to for inspiration? Oh my goodness. I really like Russell, Russell Brand. 
Hey, that's his name, right? It's not the not the ClickFunnels guy. I might be saying it wrong. He's um he used to be a movie star. Oh, Russell Brand, on, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, because yeah. I, I get him confused with Brunson and with another Russell out there, and I love listening to him because he is like, like he can be super vulgar, but then mm-hmm. super intuitive, like way spiritual, really compassionate. Also, like just like like rip apart but then but in a really awesome way calls stuff out the way it has to be called out I just I really like him yeah yeah, yeah no yeah. he's so he, did you know he used to be married to Katy Perry yeah like yeah. for like a brief <laughs> second right yeah, yeah not like, for very just, long no he kind of fell off the radar for a bit and everyone was like what happened yeah. and then he kind of came out as being like into yoga and spirituality and then he took a whole other different life path and he I did the work doing. yeah yeah he did the work he he faced his demons like and and then came out and probably faced so much ridicule based on his past and like has definitely had to reestablish himself but I really genuinely like how he shares things and I think he's gonna help I think he has helped a lot of people yeah, no, he's awesome. Amazing. I haven't had anyone mention him before, so that's awesome. Hey, Russell. <laughs> he's one of our besties. It's fine. He's my bestie. <laughs> what are you grateful for today? I, I woke up feeling super grateful for being alive. And my husband can attest to me being like, isn't it great? Like, we're all alive today. This is so great. So that is literally what I woke up feeling. And I actually wrote it in my journal. <laughs> So good. I know I did that too sometimes. I'm like, today I'm alive. I, I'm yeah, breathing. This it's is great. enough. Yeah. <laughs> what is your spirit animal? I don't know. Ooh, okay. How do I find out? I don't know. I feel like <gasps> you're just in tune to it. Like, I've always said I'm a dolphin. I 100% believe in a past life I was a yeah. mermaid or a dolphin. Like, I'm just. Yeah. They're, yeah. they speak to my soul. I live for dolphins, but yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you can have like a Reiki master who will okay. see an animal for you. Cool. Um, and sometimes it changes. It flows. It, you, yeah. Mine probably changed. So birds, if like, I could probably say as a general, birds probably are very closely attached okay. to my spirit animal. They always send me messages. So mm. what will happen often is, and I get that birds are flying all the time. There's just some times where they'll fly past me or do something and I pay attention and I find out what kind of bird it was. And then I look up specifically what that spirit signifies of that type of bird. And every time it's this incredible confirmation, like so like in in alignment that I'm like, whoa, like thank you so much for that message. And I have a very strong desire to fly to jump off of buildings and fly. So when I've had dreams that I do it and all of this kind of stuff. So there's something about flying and being like limitless and it just like going that I just love. Yeah. It's so funny. And as soon as I asked that from you, I was getting like this very vivid sensation of like an owl or a bird makes sense. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So Thank I feel you. Like, yeah. yeah. That's for you. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite form of self care to practice? Oh, the first thing that comes to mind is naps. Oh, so good. I really, really like naps. <laughs> That's and, so good. And probably like watching TV. Like, yeah, I know that would sound really bizarre. Oh, when like, 
because I just like love shutting all because I'm like I'm so thinking and feeling all the time yeah. it's really good for me to just shut off and like just like zone in like on Hunger Games like I love like I love these movies oh god yeah so good I had a friend on recently on the podcast too and that she I asked her that too and she's like oh napping like sleeping 100% is a self-care for me like that's perfect I love it <laughs> amazing Cassie this has been so much fun connecting with you hearing your story what you're up to if anyone wants to connect with you maybe they want to check out your book when it's released or come join you in Canmore where can everybody go and find you Awesome. Probably the best spot to get all the information would be castyjeans.com. You'll have access to my podcast from there. You'll get to follow my social handles from there. You'll see a free actual spiritual guidebook. It's an ebook that you can download instantly. It's right on the website as well so that you can get a feel for my writing style. And, and yeah, so that's probably the best place to go. I love Instagram. So if you really like to watch like stories and stuff, I do, I do love, I love a good IG. Yeah. Perfect. I will link everything in the show notes so people can connect with you if they're Thank you. driving, maybe they're cleaning or working out. So it will all be linked in the show notes. Cool. Oh, I love it so much. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you give it a rating and review. It takes two moments of your time and really does make a difference in growing this community and showing support for the show. Make sure you stop by and say hi on social media, take a screenshot of this episode, tag me, tag our guest, and hashtag the show, hashtag BYL podcast. Share it out on your Instagram stories so that we can share it out on ours as well. And I will slide into your DMs to say hello. Until next week, everyone, I hope you have an incredible rest of your week, and I will see you next Monday. Namaste.